welcome back everybody to another episode of the Money Purpose series created at Blossom Media Studio. Today's guest is Marcus Chan. From speedos to selling seven-figure contracts, Marcus Chan is the founder and president of Vinali Consulting Group, which is a six-figure salary academy. He consults B2B salespeople to sell more and to sell better without needing years of experience as a founder. Now let's welcome Marcus Chan to today's show and get started. So welcome, Marcus. Hey, Mimi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, to be here. Yeah, so for our audience that don't really know you or have not heard about you, can you give us a little introduction about what you do currently? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Marcus Chan. I'm the founder of Bentley Consulting Group, and I work directly to beat business-to-business uh, -business sales professionals to help them sell more and earn more. And uh, before this, because uh, my business has been around for about a year now, before this, I was in corporate America for 14 plus years from B2B sales up to executive sales leadership, running very, very large teams as well. Awesome. Awesome. And then you mentioned something that you've been a, a part of the FIRE movement, which you believed in. So maybe you can share with us your journey of financial literacy and financial success of, you know, being from nine to five, now running your business within a year, which is congrats. And what a year. Yeah, <laughs> to... it's, been, it's been an incredible year. Right? I've been really, really fortunate. Right. And uh, you know, what's interesting is, you know, I, I, re I never actually thought I wanted to be part of that fire movement. Right. That mm. wasn't really something, you know, I, I, as a kid, I really grew up wanting to do. And I remember, you know, being in corporate America, you know, and I was really happy, really, you know, I was having a really good success, making a great income, building wealth, building my future. I never thought it'd be something I want to go into, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I was like, I'm comfortable. Yeah, you know, cause, yeah. Because I grew up so poor, you know, it was really about like stability and mm. security. And, you know, the quote unquote fire movement did not seem that it seemed like a, almost a false type of thing to me. Right. So mm. I was super happy for years in corporate America. And then uh, in about 2015 or so, it was when I started kind of dabbling into, you know, like creating uh, just different sources of revenue I could yeah. generate. Right? right. And I started with, you know, you know, writing some ebooks and monetizing ebooks. Right. And then as, as I started learning the internet marketing game, learn some of these things, you know, I, I started realizing I'm like, wow, you know, I potentially could build a business off this. Mm. And, uh, and that's when, uh, I, I didn't know what to do though. Cause, cause here's the thing I knew, um, being a top performing sales leader mm. in a fortune 500 company, my income is incredibly high, making a ton of money. It's really hard to leave that, yeah. you know, for, you know, making my way to li living a life off $9 an ebook. <laughs> That's just very, very hard to replace right. your income, right? And plus I had a baby on the way and all this stuff. So that's when I stumbled upon online courses and uh, building online programs. Mm -hmm. And I remember I built my first one, it took me two years to build out and I did a soft launch, ended up selling it mm -hmm. and it sold for a thousand dollars. So I made two grand overnight wow. and that was an aha. That was like, oh, wow. I only sold two programs overnight, but I made $2,000. Wow. I can scale this, mm. right? And at that point, I still wasn't really sure about, you know, about even leaving corporate America. But one thing that I uncovered, especially in that two-year time frame, as, as I was building this course out was I really valued my time. Mm. And I had, a, I had a young baby, right? And I was traveling. I mean, I was in a hotel room 100 plus nights a year. I mean, 
I literally was missing things about my kid growing up. Right, right. And that was really hard. And, uh, you know, your, your perspective changes, changes, right? Because I grew up just chasing money, chasing money. I actually had a very unhealthy relationship with money, mm. you know, growing up. And this shift now was like, I want more time. Right. Like, because after a while, when you when you have achieved, you know, quite a bit of income, you're kind of like, that's cool. I bought the toys. I bought the things I want. But what else? Right. Because you don't really feel fulfilled. It's, it's a false relationship right so from there um that's when i mapped out how i was going to leave corporate america and once i figured out the vehicle and that vehicle was a digital program mm. i planned out my escape and fast forward six seven months later i made my transition and uh haven't looked back ever since right so I made that leap but it's been amazing year one so far coming from one year but it's been challenging like anything else yeah. but i've learned so much it's been so much fun too Right. So tell us something more about your background. What is the driven Marcus, how you grew up? It's who you always been or it's just something you became because you were in sales or is that how your parents training you up to be? Yeah. Well, first off, it probably started from fear. Right. Oh. And, uh, and and what I mean by that is you're growing up. So uh, my dad uh, immigrated from, you know, uh, from China and my mom from Taiwan. And initially, when they moved to America, they had absolutely nothing, very, very poor. Mm. So our very first home was in Springfield, Oregon, and it was like 1,200 square feet. We had six people living in there. I mean, it was a bad neighborhood. And my parents had a, a little restaurant, and I and I, they could barely make ends meet. Right. And I remember that as a kid growing up. And I remember things like, I mean, I would see kids doing drugs in my neighborhood. Mm. I remember going to the restaurant, you know, as a very young kid, and someone had broken in overnight, smashed the doors in, wow. and stolen everything and trashed the place. And my fear was always would be we lose a restaurant, have no no way to make money. So there was always this fear of being mm. homeless, not having stability. And I saw how hard my parents worked, right? right? How hard they worked to build a life and barely make ends meet, right? Now, and and from that. That taught me a lot. Just just seeing that as a young kid growing up, I'm like, okay, like I have an opportunity here. Like I, I wasn't put in a a, a communist reeducation camp. I was born in America. Right. Like my life is. I, I have opportunity. Hmm. Right. So, growing up, it was always putting your best foot forward. Okay. And it didn't necessarily mean I was good at things. In fact, I was bad at most things. Right. Because right. growing up, you know, like I was told a lot of things, like um, you know, that I wasn't smart. I didn't, you know. You know, I, I couldn't figure things out because I didn't start speaking until I was four years old. Wow. So, you know, they had an added speech impediment as well. So they thought mm. there was something wrong with me. So fast forward, though, you know, growing up, you know, I never really thought I'd be good at things. Right. But I learned through forced repetition that I can improve myself. Mm. Right. So, like, you know, being five years old and going to class and then having to go to special speech therapy classes because mm -hmm. I couldn't speak well, it forces you to learn how to speak well. Right. Uh, you know not learning how to swim until I was like nine years old, forced me to learn how to swim effectively. Right. right? So all these things forced me to figure out, okay, whatever my goal was to work towards it. Right. Right. And my parents definitely helped with pushing that. Mm. I mean, a goal pushing towards that. And now that, that helped for that piece. Right? right. Um, but what's interesting is what I found is especially with drive. Okay. Like one of the greatest ways to get motivated is a little bit of progress. Mm. And it's amazing when you have a little bit of progress. It's kind of like if you start working out. You start working out, if you don't see any progress, you get demotivated. But if you see a little bit of progress, you're like, oh, great, I'm going to keep going. And then it builds upon that. And I found that over life. Like, I mean, I was always 
somewhat good at school, but I, but I always saw myself as better in the working world, mm. right? Like, like I always felt like more on my A game working for my parents' restaurant than I did at school, right? So when I you know when I was in college going to do internships, and I remember my first shirt and tie job, right? And I'm an intern where I had to sell insurance all you know, this in the summer, and by I worked my tail off, but I learned and I absorbed and I tried my best. And I became a top seller, you know, every single month. And what would happen would be as I achieved these little types of wins, you know, be number one, be number one, it made me hungrier. Mm. So it's almost like every piece of success was like an appetizer. And the more appetizers I got, the hungrier I got. Right. And it kept going. I was never satisfied, right? Mm. And that continued to compile over and over and over. Like the drive I had when I was 21 till today is night and day different. Like I'm wow. hungrier today than I ever was before, right? Probably because, you know, I'm like, I don't know, like I don't think greedy or selfish, but you know, it's just, you start realizing how much you can achieve out there, mm. right? And early on, you know, which your belief of yourself is limited. You only believe you can only do so much because you haven't achieved it yet. But when you start achieving more and you start opening your eyes to more things, you start realizing, wow, I haven't, I haven't touched my potential yet. I right. barely hit the surface. How much further can I go? I'm gonna keep going. So that drive continues to push, right? Every single day. Are there tough days for sure? But that drive, as of as far as I've known, the, the more things I've accomplished, achieved, the hungrier I get, the more drive I get, the more passion mm. I get, the more energy I get. So right. it, it compounds from itself. That's amazing. That's amazing. And what I'm hearing from you is that you don't really know the future. You don't know really full potential unless you start making the step towards you know, your future self, you have this idea of who you will be or who you want to be, but you really only realize it fully and actually can potentially do something if you take the first step. And I think I, I hear from your story that you just keep taking that first step. You just keep taking that first step. And then now you're realizing that there's so much more. And I really want to address it because I believe that the audience that we are targeting is more of my age, millennials and Generation Z. And especially the topic around, you know, the next generation, it's they're graduating this year. Um, there's a lot of fear around not finding a job, not going to college. You know, some kids are graduating high school, trying to go to college to figure out, oh, my God, that was my only way to, you know, be something or be successful or you know, for the kids that are graduating college, it's like, how do I find jobs? So what would be your, I would say, advice for that generation and really help the, you know, the people that are really trying to figure out to live through this pandemic time since you are an entrepreneur and you have a hunger for growth? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And you know, I'll say uh, what's really important to understand, regardless of wherever you are at, whether you are graduating high school or you're graduating college, or maybe you're between jobs, maybe you're in a tough situation. It's important to understand that your circumstances do not determine where you go, but only where you start. Mm. And and each of us has an, an opportunity, right? And I believe we all have a potential for true greatness. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, the only limits, the limits that we have are right between our own ears, right? So we have to remove those limits first off, right? And that begins with truly educating yourself. Mm. And the mistake many people make is they think, okay, my education goes to college and college is kind of weird right now. Yeah. No. Our true education begins after school. 
Yeah. Right. Like being able to go and self-educate yourself, like by listening to podcasts like this and opening your mind. That's one thing I did early on that really, really helped me. Right. Mm. Like as Jim Rohn said, you know, when you work hard at your job, you can make a living. But when you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. And mm. I have found that to be massively true across the board. So whatever your situation is in, your opportunity to educate yourself is so vital, right? Mm -hmm. And the way I, the way I picture it is kind of like this. Take a look at your life. What do you want your dream life to be like? Okay. And I'm not and and forget about like don't don't think about like, you know, I want a certain title, I want this, because those are all just means goals, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning People say it's a means to an end. You want end goals. Mm -hmm. Like regardless if you're 15 years old, 25, 35, 45, what are your end goals? You know, what do you want to do? If you want that, you know, that early retirement, complete independence, great. Okay. Whatever your goals are. And it's okay if you want to be a VP. If you want, that's fine, whatever. Whatever your end goals are, if you want to get there, think what skills do I need to develop right now? Mm. Right right now to work towards that okay and if you think that way this allows you to start working towards your future right right and now you're future based and it's not about what you have have you achieved it's how are you developing those skills to get yourself there right and i think about it's like this right um i've been really really fortunate um my business has done really well especially for my first year like i was just featured last week in yahoo finance right and i'm like 11 months in the business and that wasn't an accident though. What people don't realize was that took me 14 years of working in corporate America yeah. and developing skills and doing things that no one wants to do and studying and investing into myself and putting in the work that allowed me to be able to move quickly with my business. Mm. Is it where I want to be? No, not at all. But we're trending nicely the way I want because of simply the skills I've learned. And I've always thought of this way. What skills do I need to retire? Like even when I build my business, I'm, I'm like, okay, what skills do I need to make this business the way I want in five, 10 years from now, mm. right? And I went and I started to look for that knowledge, right? And here's the reality. I find like, you know, yes, you can get some books, et cetera, right? But if you really want to level up your game, you need to invest bigger dollars to raise your game, depending on mm. what level you want to go to, right? Yeah. And that's how you can change your game by understanding that. Right. And that means, and of course, it could be books, it could be courses, it could be coaching, it could be masterminds, it yeah. be different things. But know if you have big goals, you have to invest now to get yourself to where you want to be. Right. But it's crazy too, if you think about it, um, we go, we were taught that we need to go to college and get in yeah. debt. And I mean, depends on what degree that you want, it's, you know, 30,000 up to like 150,000. It really depends on what you really you know, choose to be, but somehow that's became norm. But right. us buying a, you know, a course for maybe a thousand dollars or $500, that's like, oh my God, that's so scary. And I mm -hmm. think this is, there's such a time as this where all of those old ideas and, you know, teaching that we have known are changing because mm -hmm. education is becoming so available for everybody right now, mm -hmm. but you have to be smart Yes. to walk through the noise because a lot is not great like you really need to know come back to what you were saying what skills you need and look for that specific one because there are a lot of online courses there are a lot of things that you can learn on udemy right but mm -hmm. and just because they like 29 dollars, it doesn't mean that you need to buy it right. if you don't need that skill 
right. so it's it's more challenging now to really know and look into yourself like okay what do i want and what do i need and invest and change mm-hmm. the thinking of like well if i was okay to i make this um i would say analogy all the time how is it okay to put thirty thousand dollars to buy a car and pay mm-hmm. it off with the interest within like five years and it's right. not okay to you know, put $5,000 towards your skill education or development on some skill or some coach or mentors who mm-hmm. have figured it out right. to make, you know, your skills, to learn those skills and actually walk towards your goal faster. Because mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, you get the car to go to work faster, I would mm-hmm. assume, but you don't want to get the knowledge to get to where you want faster. So it's oh, just yeah. like changing that understanding that, it's the same as you investing in your degree. It's mm-hmm. the same as you would invest in a course. Just be, I always tell people, be cognitive and be really watching out, right? Because it has become so much available and there's so much noise out there. And you don't want to get frustrated if you pick the wrong course for your wrong skill that you thought that you will learn sales, but you actually end up learning more marketing. Like, you 100%. have to be really picky about it but that's where the freedom of choice comes yeah and, and rea- reality is is like and this is where you have to do your, dil- your due diligence right yeah. because you know for sure you're spending your money but also you're spending your time right right you know and so it's one of those things where it's like if you are out there listening and you are unsure right you're like unsure like you know you know of which kind of path to go that's totally fine and the beauty of it the reality is is the world right now, you can get so much content for free, right? From podcasts, you know, o- online blogs, you know, social media, and you can literally have appetizers and have little tastes here and mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. until you find something you really connect with, right? right. And, and reality is, is like, you know, it's like, um, you know, one of my new clients who you know who joined yesterday, you know, I, I asked him like, I'm like, how long have you been you know, following some of my stuff? He's like, over 12 months. Wow. Right? And I, and I love that in the sense of because, you know, like he, he, he stumbled upon me somewhere, right? And then he'd been reading all my blog posts. He'd been reading all my social media posts, watching all my videos. So he, he you know, he got to know me and trust me. And he, he knew I wasn't a fly-by-night person, right? Mm-hmm. And you can do the same thing for yourself if you're looking right. to upgrade your skills in anything. If right. you want to be a great cook, if you want to be a great, I don't know, um, I don't know, like, dog trainer or something right <laughs> like but you don't know how to do it right you know you you can consume so much free knowledge right. and then once you're ready to take your skills to the next level or once you feel validated they are the person who can truly help fulfill that need then you go and invest right you just because you should still be careful in how you invest your money right? right i'm still i'm still a firm believer regardless of how much money you make you should still be careful with it because when you do it right mm-hmm. it comes back tenfold right so for Absolutely. example like my, my coach that I pay, I pay uh, well over five figures for my coach. And I didn't immediately pay that much with him. I mean, I follow his stuff, like his stuff. I bought a really small offer of his and I loved his style of teaching and training. Mm-hmm. And it was tactical. I could tell it was real. I'm like, okay, this is really helpful stuff. Okay. If he's my coach and, and this is a part, other parts of my business, it's going to help me. And I, I started working with him back in March. My business has exploded mm-hmm. since I started working with him, right? Um, but that's my point. I did my homework. I didn't just willy nilly just right. invest. 
Right, absolutely, absolutely. So what I'm learning from you, it is a time to invest and stepping out of fear and making that first step towards the greater version of you. And regardless, is it pandemic or not pandemic? Because, you know, you cannot be a victim of your circumstances, what you just said earlier. So just real quick, um, in terms of money, that you have respected money, you knew how to make money, you knew how to invest money, right? But during this time, how that um, pandemic affected your personal finances, I guess more like family and business finances, and what is the one money habit that you still kept and would never change? Yeah, so I've invested more money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, here's the thing. When everyone acts in fear, right? I'm investing more money, mm. right? Um, and the thing is, you know, money is a tool, okay? Right. Money is a tool. It is an excellent servant, but a terrible master, mm-hmm. you know? And if you allow it to control you and, and, and holds you hostage, it's really hard. Now, also, I take it's taken me years to get rid of all, you know, bad money habits, mm-hmm. right? Because I used to be a slave to money, right? You know? Um, and that's, and that's not good. Right. Cause then you kind of like, oh, you're always thinking about money. Not right. good. It's not a healthy right. thing. Right? You're, right. you're like clipping coupons to clip coupons. You know, you just, it's just, it's not good. Um, so with that being said, like, I mean, I've invested more, I've invested more. I mean, there are certain things I really don't give a second guess to about investing on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, healthy food, mm-hmm. right. Really important. Cause when you feel good, you perform better. You know, Absolutely. you know, working out, like if I want to get new exercise equipment, I, I don't really think about it, I just go and buy it, right? Um, knowledge, I know I can apply, right? Whether it's uh, books or courses, and of course, I still vet it out and make sure it's good, right? right. You know, then of course, like with, with investments and stuff as well, I'm putting more into my investments, mm. right? Because I know, you know, and that's really, really important because the thing is, especially when the market dips, yeah. it just means all the things you want to buy that stock is on sale. That's yes. all it means. Yes. Like when everyone's scared to spend money, you double down. Yes. Right. You double, as, assuming you have the liquidity to be able to do it. Right. So you want to be smart about it. Right. right. You know, so, uh, and that's, and that's really key. Like I've continued to invest, even though uh, everyone's freaking out. Right? right. But here's the thing. What people don't realize, if you look at history, 100% of recessions, we have bounced back from. Right. 100%. Right. Absolutely. It always bounces back. And honestly, our market's doing really good right now, but it's like, Having the understanding is good, right? For example, like um, I had a bunch of stock that I, I knew would perform really well and I cashed out because I knew, because I know I anticipate it's going to drop, right? And the market's going to, it's going to, it's going to absolutely tank and I'm taking all that cash. I'm going to buy a bunch of stock once the market tanks, mm. right? I'm intentionally planning ahead for when the market t- is going to happen in the next right. 12 months. Right. It's inevitable. Yeah. So that's just being smart. And it's, it, and always, I know these things is because I've invested in learning how money works, how exactly. the market works, yes. right? And that's how you gain power, is by you taking in that knowledge and you start applying. But you don't take in random knowledge, you take in from people that you know you, know you can trust and it's been proven to be able to win. And that's how you take your game to the next level. Right, the one thing, uh, the rule of thumb that I always have, you always wanna learn from people who have the lifestyle that you have and yes. they have they walk the walk of what they teach. Like they just don't say it, but you actually get to know them and you really see that they, whatever that they teach or principle that they talk about, they do apply in their own life. And you see the success that they have. Like for me, I always look at people like, oh, well, 
they have a good marriage. I want to be friends with friend, like friends with them because I want to have yep. good marriage, right? And it's like the ultimate uh, rule of my own to follow mentors, you know. But talking mm-hmm. to in in terms of like economical downturn, what would be one practical way or solution or I would say strategy that you can give the audiences now um, to really be ready for next economical downturn? I I know you already said cash out, have money, invest. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like right now, what can people do to get cash? Great question, right? And here's the thing. Anyone can go make quick cash. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just the reality. It's what are you willing to do to go get the cash, right? Um, and, and at the end of the day, um, and there's many different ways, right? So for example, here's a super simple way. You literally could go through your house right now and gather all the things you have not used in a year mm-hmm. and go and sell it on Facebook Marketplace, yes. <laughs> okay? I've done like, that. Still doing. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I can probably go, like, we've already Marie, Marie Connolly our house, so we can probably do it like 10 times again yeah. and still find things that we can sell that we just don't even use anymore, mm. right? And that's a really fast way to go and make a quick cash, make an extra 500 bucks, $1,000. And with the $500,000, $500, what do you do with it? Invest it. Into right. Invest it into knowledge that's going to help you develop a skill, right? You know, and that, that, that's the first thing I would say. Right, that's a real easy way. Find right. a way to make some quick cash. And that could be, you can go garage selling. Yes. I mean, heck, you can go onto like, uh, you can literally go uh, onto like, you know, garage sales, buy stuff, and then go look on Amazon what people are selling for or eBay and resell on eBay. Right. Like there are so many ways to make quick cash, right? It just takes work. Okay. Absolutely. That's a, it's a real easy one anyone can do. The next one you could do is everyone is an expert in something, mm. okay? And everyone has something that people ask them advice on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who you are, right? Unless you're like five years old, right? But like everyone that's probably listening to this has something that I'm sure their friends, their family ask them about. Right. And now that's a skill. How can you monetize that mm. skill, right? And that's a very, I mean, for example, let's just say you are an expert at, I don't know, like braiding hair. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're really good at braiding hair and your friend asks about braiding hair all the time, yeah, that's probably a sign you can monetize that. Could you braid people's hair for money? Right. right? Could you uh, take your, can you take your iPhone and film a course and sell on Udemy how to braid hair for $29? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there are people that will pay for it. Right. Right. And I remember early on when I was trying to learn how to like monetize my own expertise and knowledge, if you will, I didn't know. And then I started thinking, I'm like, what do people ask me about? Right. And that's when I started. And the thing is what people have to get over first is their potential fear that no one will buy it. Mm. Just get over it. Just try. Right. Just try. Right. Right. And the reality is, is like, you can easily say you can easily like, like say for example, you want to teach people how to braid people's hair, okay? Go to your five friends who love to have their hair braided by you, do their hair for free, film a testimonial on your iPhone, okay, about how awesome you are braiding hair, go get a ClickFunnels account, <laughs> put the videos on there, put it on an order page, get a Stripe account for absolutely free, right? And now you get an order page, okay? <laughs> like, done. Right. 
you know, like you you'll make more than you expect. You know, even if it's an extra two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, it's right? the two hundred dollars that you haven't had before. Hundred percent. But but more importantly, it's a way of thinking. Mm, exactly. That's all it is. It's a way of thinking, right? It's yeah. like okay, you know what? Like you know what? I'm pretty good at walking dogs. Okay, cool. Meg, teach about that. You know? Hey, you know what? I somehow when I like when babies are crying, I have a way of calming them down. You can yeah. probably make a lot of money with that. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Parents will pay. <laughs> oh, parents will pay. Like, oh wow, you know, like. So my point is, is there's always a way. Now it just depends. The demand may not be as high as you want it to be, right? So then, then it's like, how can you cater your demand? But you you don't have to worry about that, right? Right. It's right. kind of like my my very first nine dollar PayPal uh, payment um, from ebook. It wasn't the nine dollars that got me excited. It was the idea. That someone I didn't know could pay me money from expertise. Right. On a Word document that converted into a PDF. That's what it was. Yeah, and but it's about the quality of the power. work yeah. that you put in too. 100%. Yeah. 100%. No, thank so, you. Yeah. The will is away. And absolutely. And this is for exact reason why I wanted to put this series together about money purpose is for people really to see money as a tool and really coming out from pandemic time actually above the water they actually take this time and take opportunities of this um type of conversation to really start to think like what else i can do you know like there's actually not many times during you know our lifetime when we have it such a downtime like this to actually think because we always on the go 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 we always doing something and you get so busy with driving to work working you know nine to five and going home and kids like you don't really have time and i think this is actually a greatest opportunity for everybody to really look at education differently looking at their ways of making money differently and really learn to better their relationship with money and use it as a tool and really come above the water after all of this happened and i think that if we all can do it and if i can help even one person to realize what you just said mm -hmm. from your perspective like my mission is complete right and if they can learn something from you and get connected with you and learn you know the webinar that you're hosting join that for free then that's like my job because I really see the opportunities here and I really want to give this as a tool for people because I have spent years and years of like figuring it out but mostly it, it was in my head because I was scared because I was scared to stepping out but once I made the leap of like okay this is what I'm doing the resources just came to me because I start seeing more and with that being said what is next for Marcus and what is next for your business and you know what the community can expect from you yeah awesome thank you so much right so um yeah so for me right now uh, i've been super pumped because uh, i have a program called six figure sales academy where i help uh b2b business business sales professionals sell more through my program right so i'm excited about that i'm pumped about that i have a killer webinar that you mentioned which is it's a step-by-step -step trade on how to sell more and earn more and teach three killer secrets to selling more especially during the pandemic Right, so that's uh, that's at marcuschan.io forward slash webinar, mm -hmm. and then uh, down the road, I'm actually in process. I'm actually writing a book right now, so I'm really pumped about that Exciting. project. Exciting. So, you know, well, it's you know, we have to be careful as entrepreneurs because the shiny thing syndrome. Yes. <laughs> right. So, uh, I'm excited to uh, to write that book as well, 
and uh, that'll probably be at least a year project at least you know to make sure it's the level i want it to be but i'm uh, i'm pretty pumped you know it's been yeah. uh, it's been a incredible journey so far and i can't wait to add to it even more yeah no absolutely well go and sign up for a webinar if you want to become an entrepreneur or you want to learn how and where to find money i believe that the first skill that you can need to learn is to sell and that's exactly what marcus is teaching so go sign up for a webinar and he's doing it for free guys come on like nowhere else in our lifetime you will have a downtime to actually tune into a webinar learn something that when actually can change your life so thank you so much marcus for being here today love your energy just love everything that you have shared and thank you so much for being with us today thanks for having me on thank you thank you